0: hi and welcome back to the shining light podcast today we're shining lights on struggling in the faith I pray that as we go through this episode that the Lord strengthens us in our faith in Jesus name and in our walk with him in the mighty name of Jesus and I pray that he gives us strength to carry on this Christian walk and finish well and strong in Jesus name amen so let's begin This episode is going to be, I want it to be a really like chill chatty, I say chatty like it's a podcast so I can't really chat directly to you but let's pretend it's like a combo, just a conversation so there might not be that many bible references. I always try to add in bible references because it's important that we recognise that the bible is very relevant but also recognise that the bible does genuinely have everything we need in order to a good life yeah there might just not be as many so that's just a psa but the bible passage of today is second corinthians twelve 9. i'm mostly going to be reading from the new international version today it doesn't really matter per se but i just thought i'd let you know but the bible passage is second corinthians twelve nine, and that says but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. So, I, like, that Bible verse has been really relevant to me in the past few days. Um As you can tell, I have not uploaded an episode in quite a while. It's really, like, sad that I haven't been able to do that. It's been a mix of, like, multiple factors. But that's why it's relevant to do this episode. I believe and to kind of like kickstart it after a few months of being away from the podcast to kickstart it with this episode because it's really relevant. So, um, recently, like in the past couple of weeks, I've been I've been good. I've been feeling good, but um, I have found that I've been like struggling a bit in the faith. So when I say like the faith, I'm not meaning I don't believe in God. I mean struggling in faith in that like struggling in the Christian walk so just finding it a bit harder than I would normally find it I hope you understand what I mean so yeah I've just been kind of like struggling in the faith so kind of finding myself slipping out of good habits um kind of like finding it hard not kind of but like finding it hard to like read my bible be consistent with reading my bible be consistent with like praying and things like that so that's part of the reason why i haven't been able to upload but yeah that's like how i've been feeling in the past couple weeks but like by friday i was feeling so much better and that's why i want to like share this episode because i feel like going through that i have that like experience um to be able to give godly advice and just to be honest i think it's really important that christians are honest about when we're like struggling in the faith so be honest when we're like finding it hard to read our bible or be honest when we're finding it hard to like go to church service because the truth will set you free as the bible says and it's just important to recognize that like so, like not every christian always has this like perfect christian walk there will be stuff like the bible says in the world you'll have tribulations will be of good share i've overcome the world so like we as christians particularly we go through stuff like we go through times when we just are feeling weak in the faith whether that means feeling weak in the faith and that, feeling weak in our belief in god for some people for some people that might be the case but it could also be the case of just feeling weak in the faith in that you're not doing like the things that you are meant to quote unquote meant to be doing that will like strengthen your faith like Apostle paul says in the bible i'm not sure what verse he says like i can do anything but not everything is good for me to do indicating that there are in fact things that are good for a Christian to do, such as reading your Bible because it gives you strength, it gives you, it sets you up for the day, it gives you guidance, it gives you wisdom, it um, kind of tells you what, it tells you what God is, what's on God's heart, it tells you like what we can do in order to live a life that's pleasing to God, but when we're not reading the Bible we're not getting all that advice, so that's not a very good thing. So that's why I'm just saying it's really important to be honest about when we're, um, struggling in these, like, areas of our faith. Because I think there is a lot of, like, it's kind of a cliche term, but I think there's a lot of strength in honesty. I think that I strongly believe, like, when we're honest about how we're just not feeling up to code, we're not feeling up to scratch, it's, it helps us to be better. That's what I believe. So I just want to talk about like how a person can struggle. Like as I said, we can struggle in a lot of ways. We can struggle in like falling out of good habits, whether that be reading a Bible, whether that be having our quiet time with God. We can struggle with um, old sin. Like um, struggle with let's say you have or you are in the like sin of like idolatry. We can struggle in that. Let's say like your favorite celebrity or something. Did something, and you kind of like, you find yourself going back into that sin of idolatry. Like, that's how something we can struggle with. You can struggle with all kinds of sin, whether that be like, um, sexual sin, that's kind of quote unquote a popular one that people can struggle with a lot of the time. Um, struggle with like things like lying as well. Um, just like telling fibs and all that kind of stuff. So, that's another way we can struggle we can also struggle with like our identity in Christ like I know for me coming to Christ and recognizing that I have a new identity in him like it was very much like a whoa situation so it's like we can kind of struggle with knowing who we are in Christ um knowing our purpose in the faith because like, everyone has a purpose. I believe everyone has a purpose. Like, God doesn't just make people just because. Like, he makes us all with a purpose. um, And with a divine plan, because he's an intelligent creator. So, like, struggling with not knowing what that purpose is, or not understanding what your purpose is on this earth, that can be another thing that people struggle with. But literally, there's a whole host of things that people can struggle with. And, but I, and I think it's also important to remember... That the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. That's 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I think that's particularly relevant to temptation, like struggling with temptation. I know personally, like that's something that has been very prevalent to me. Um, particularly like in the recent, like I say, I haven't, I wasn't feeling great um, earlier in the week. Like this verse is rather very relevant to me. But um, I think when we break down the verse, like no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. So like the things we may be tempted by, such as tempted to go back into the sin of lying, tempted to go back into the sin of gossiping, tempted, um, tempted to go back into the sin of whatever it may be. Those are things that are common to mankind because humans are flawed, and but God is faithful and He will not let us be tempted beyond what we can bear. So honestly, I've learned this so truly, but He will God won't let us be tempted beyond like what <laughs> it's exactly what it says. God won't let us be tempted beyond what we can bear. He'll never let us be tempted beyond like what we can, beyond what we can like face. But remember, as so it says in James one thirteen, when tempted, no, no one should say God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt everyone. But everyone is tempted when he when by his own evil desires he is led, and ent- led away and enticed. So as much as it's like this Bible verse saying that um, God won't let us be tempted beyond what we can bear, remember that you're never tempted by God remember that it's not like God that is tempting you remember it's like I like human desires or like flesh desires that are making us to be tempted but also remember as it says in first Corinthians 10 13 that God will not let us be tempted by that like human desire more than we can bear and he's so faithful that he will always provide a way for us to endure that temptation so let me put this in a practical way so let's say you're tempted to lie. I just think that that's kind of a simple thing and something that pretty much everyone might might have experienced before. So let's say you're tempted to lie. You're tempted to lie that you were late to work because your bus was late. That's that. So you want you want to say that lie because you've been late to work. Maybe you're on a warning. They say third time that you're in work. We're going to have to sanction you. This is now your third time late to work. You woke up late. Oh hey, my days, what do you do? Okay, I'll just say that the bus was late. So they can't really blame me. It's not my fault. It's the bus's fault. Okay. But God won't let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. So that's a situation. God knows that that situation which you've been put in, He you, he knows that you can endure it. He knows that you can bear it he knows that you can like come through that situation and he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it that i say so you can think of that way out as just telling the truth and saying listen i am so sorry i woke up late i did x y z um i went to bed late i just i took too long having breakfast whatever the not like may be that you were late if you, like you can think of the way out in this scenario as just telling the truth you can just have faith that, like, your employer will not sanction you. And I think also sometimes when you're, like, tempted to do the wrong thing, such as lie, and you end up doing the right thing because God has provided a way out for you to endure that temptation, and you took that way out, like, you chose to take that way out that God provided. I think God often does, like, reward us for that because he's a father, you know, God is our, you know that song, a Good Father, God is our father, so he... I mean, like, you can imagine your parents, if you were going to be the, you know, when you were, like, younger and you, like, let's say you broke a plane or something by accident and then you were, like, your parents were, like, oh, you did this, you did this and then you finally fess up and you're, like, it was me. They're likely not going to punish you because you told the truth. I mean, they might, like, give you a stern warning or something, but they're likely not going to be, like, oh, you're grounded or however your parents... Um, punish you like they're not they likely won't they might but they likely won't so think so much like think about god as well like god is our good father he's going to he cares for us he chastises those that he loves definitely but at the same time remember that he provides a way out so that we can endure that temptation so let's take that way out because otherwise then that's just falling into temptation and that's just sinning like I said, I think it's um, very, very important to be honest about how we're struggling. So in Second Corinthians 12, 9, as I've said, um, I did a little like in-depth kind of look at this verse a couple of days ago. And I love how in the last section, the last sentence, Paul says, Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me because I think it shows how we have to allow, I can't remember where I was reading this from. I think it was just like, you know those Bible um, reference sites, such as like Enduring Word and things, it was literally on a website called BibleRef.com, it's a really good, really good website, would recommend, but um for that last sentence, I just saw that it says, and I kind of like I wrote, Allow Christ into areas where you are struggling. Allow Him to be strong where you are weak, so that He can help you. Don't try to fix it alone. And I think it's just so true because it's like when you are honest with God, that you're like, hey, well maybe not hey God, but like you're like God, I am struggling in. I'm just going to continue going with the lying like analogy, seemingly. But if you say, God, I'm struggling with the sin of lying, like, I genuinely, I don't know what to do, I'm struggling with this. And you just invite Christ into that area where you are struggling, then he will, and you allow him to be strong where you are weak, he will help you. But if, like, imagine someone's, like, walking down the street, you see them carrying these heavy bags, and you're like, hi, um, can I help you? Do you need any help with your bags? And they say no i'm fine and you see them struggling and you're like are you sure i don't mind i don't mind like helping you with these bags and they say no 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 i'm fine i'm fine you're not going to just take the back well i mean you might take the bags from them let's say it's like someone you know you can maybe take the bags from them and be like don't worry i'm helping you but if it's someone you don't really know and they haven't invited you into their life are you re- you're not going to take the bags from them because you don't want to be accused of theft so you're just going to be like, okay, I've tried my best and they didn't want me to help them. So think, like, I think that can like reflect how sometimes we're out here struggling with all our baggage, we're out here struggling with our sin, with everything, and like we're not inviting God into our lives. Even though we may have a relationship with God, we're not inviting him to help us when we're weak. And then even more so for people who don't have a relationship with God, I mean, God, God does miracles all the time. He may use that as a way to for the person to become a Christian, for a person to stop believing in him, so he might just take the baggage away from them anyway. And that will become the person's testimony as to how they came to Christ. But sometimes that might not be the case. So when, but specifically so talking about people who do have a relationship with God, because this is about struggling in the faith, if we don't invite God into our lives, how do you think that makes god feel if we don't invite god into like the areas where we're struggling how do you think that makes him feel about us how do you think that makes him feel about how we view him that's something i learned recently but i just thought it was quite it's extremely relevant to this and those times when you're struggling and you're tempted and um you're just struggling in the faith you're struggling with sin you're struggling with this life in general it just feels like everything is just like ugh and you just kind of want to give up like you know sometimes i don't know if this has happened to you but sometimes you're like oh my day is like i'm a christian so i can't do exercise let's say someone's done you wrong someone's someone's been rude to you someone's been so rude to you for no reason and you're like you know what you could do if you weren't a christian but you're like, nah, my God is bigger, so I'm not gonna do that. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord, so I'm not gonna get revenge. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that because it's not for me to um start being petty and to start arguing because that won't reflect Christ properly. But you may be tempted, like I'll speak for myself, like you can be tempted to like say mean things back to them, you can be tempted to really like cuss the person out. But there's this quote from, I don't know his name, I think it's like Chris something, Groeschel, I think. But it's the like, pastor at Life Church in America. I listened to a few of their songs, actually, they have a really good music selection, so they have a really good band. Um But there's this quote uh, that I found a few months ago, and I found it again recently, like when I was going through this last few days of like, kind of struggling in the faith. And it's every temptation is an invitation to depend on Christ. So when we are struggling in the faith, we are struggling in our sin, we are tempted to sin so much, that temptation is an invitation to depend on Christ. And I think it links really well to Second Corinthians 12 line, because if it says, since it says, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, it shows that that temptation that we have, that weakness that we have, is an invitation to depend on Christ so let's boast in that weakness in that let's take that I mean like to say like let's take that weakness to God so that Christ's power may rest on me because it says therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me which kind of which links directly or which very much links to that quote of every temptation is an invitation to depend on christ so when we're tempted it's not just a way to say hey i'm tempted let me fall into temptation it's a time to say no let me lean into christ more let me depend on him more i was speaking about like falling out of good habits on our sister page it's jesus is love 316 on instagram um i wrote a piece about how we can like fall out of good habits and also how we can get back into those good habits so very simple quote-unquote simple basic example of like not reading our bible not doing a quiet time not praying we can fall out of those good habits and it's like it's a post about like how we can fall out of such good habits and also how we can get back into those good habits so i really recommend you read it because it very much links directly to this episode well um, I've been reading Exodus right I've been studying studying yeah I've been like, doing a bible study on Moses and just like studying his character and things so a few days ago I was reading Exodus 9 then I saw in Exodus 9 27 to 30 and also verse 34 I'm not going to read it feel free to read it if you'd like to but what I learned from those few verses is that if you don't know the story of the Israelites the Israelites, God's people, God's children, they were enslaved by the Egyptians for hundreds of years, 430 years in total. And there was a point in time where God called Moses to be the people, the person that would um physically deliver, like set the Israelites free, in that he would lead them out of Egypt into freedom. So. Moses kept on going to Pharaoh and being like, oh, Pharaoh was the king. So Pharaoh was the person that was in charge of enslaving the Egyptians. He was the one that like enslaved the Egyptians. So Pharaoh went, no, Moses went to Pharaoh. Moses was the one that was to set the Israelites free. Pharaoh was the king that was holding the Israelites captive. So Moses went to Pharaoh and was like, let my people go, let my people go. And Pharaoh was like, no, I'm not going to let your people go. So that's where we are now. So what I wrote for those few verses in Exodus 9 was like, sometimes I think we can be like Pharaoh. And in this particular point, sorry, in this particular passage in Exodus 9, um, Pharaoh, there were like the plagues going on. And Pharaoh was the plagues in that, like punishments from God were falling on Egypt since Pharaoh didn't let the people go. And then Pharaoh asked for help. He was like, oh, I'm going to let your people go. The, so all these plagues were going on, and then Pharaoh said to Moses, like, oh, stop these plagues, please, like, help me, help me, like, stop the plagues, it's too much, da-da-da-da-da. And then I wrote, finally, I think sometimes we can be like Pharaoh in that we ask God for help, so i.e. His, when he was asking for help for the plagues to stop, and all of that. But when, you can ask God for help, but when he's finished helping us, we can go back to our old negative habits. So Pharaoh's negative habit was stubbornness. He was being really stubborn. He was not willing to let he was not willing to let the Israelites scare. And I think it um kind of it links to how sometimes it can be like Pharaoh. So we're asking God for help, like, Oh God, please help me with the spirit of lying, Oh God, please help me with the sin of lying, please help me to not lie anymore, and then he'll provide a way out for us so that we don't lie. And then after he's finished helping us, we go back to our old habits and then we lie anyway. I think it links to, like, um, lukewarm Christians, particularly. But this isn't to call anyone out. That's just what my initial thoughts were at that time. Um, But it links to, like, all Christians. Like, whenever we're struggling with anything, it's like, sometimes we have nothing or we ask God for help. But then when he's finished helping us, we go back to our old habits. So it's like, why do we go back to our old habits? Then I wrote, I suppose in order to stop being like Pharaoh in this sense, so to stop being kind of stubborn and stop going back to those old habits, we have to ask God for the grace to accept his word and his corrections. And that's why I say that the first step in order to, well, one of the first steps in order to like help you when you're struggling with faith is to just be honest with God Have an honest conversation with God, whether that be writing a letter to God, whether that be speaking to God, whether that be praying, like just be honest to God, writing it down, saying it out loud, whatever it is that you need to do. Be honest to God and just tell him that you are struggling in this sense and genuinely ask God for the grace to accept his correction, because when we don't learn from these mistakes, Wrote like as it says in Proverbs 26 11 we are like a, a dog that returns to his vomit because it says in Proverbs 26 11 as a dog returns to its vomit so fools repeat their folly or as a dog returns to its vomit so a fool repeats his foolishness so when we fall when we um, ask God for help and he helps us and then we go back to our old habits our old negative habits we're going back to our foolishness and that's like a dog going back to its vomit and that's gross and so it, it's bad to like go back it's when we're asking for help and we don't allow god to like we don't allow god into our lives enough for him to like stay and change our mindset because he may we may allow him into our lives enough to t- change the situation but we don't allow him into our lives enough to change our ways so that means that yeah he'll help you with the situation because he's a good god but we don't, we kind of like stop him from getting too close before he can change our ways. So we'll allow him into our lives just enough so that he can change the situation. So like, oh, we don't have to lie. He's changed the situation. So I don't have to lie. Thank God. But then we don't change it. We don't allow him to come into our lives enough so that we can like change our mindset about lying. We don't allow him to come into our lives enough sometimes so that he can change our spirit and our um. Heart about the issue of lying. I, I really, really hope that you understand what I mean there because I think that's a very significant point. We need to let God come into our lives enough, just, not just to change the situation, but to change our hearts about that situation. You know, we have to let God come into our lives, and I'm going to keep saying it because it sticks with me as well, but we have to let God enough into our lives, not just to change the situation, but to change our hearts. So that means from these hard times, learn from these situations that you're going through. Learn from struggling in the faith. Learn from that and let God not just change the situation that you're tempted in so that you no longer have to fall into temptation. Let him change your heart so that you no longer have that temptation inside of you. So some advice about struggling in the faith. Pray. It goes without saying, but pray. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, 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 pray so much. Pray that God will help you. Pray for the um, heart and the grace to accept God's corrections. Pray that God will take away your burdens or struggling. What I did um, a few days ago when I was reading that verse of Second Corinthians 12 and 9, is I r- literally wrote down the areas that I'm struggling with. So let's say, because I'm like public private, let's say the um, someone is struggling with the sin of lying. So you would write, my advice would be to write that down and then say, Lord, come into this area of my struggles, come into my struggle of lying and my weakness of lying and perfect your power in them. Because that's directly used in 2 Corinthians 12 9 and perfect your power in them. Be strong where I am weak and help me in Jesus name. So that's a prayer point that um, I made that came to me when I was reading this verse and just writing about what I was struggling with. So that's what I would advise. Of course, you don't have to pray this prayer exactly, pray as the Spirit leads you. to so pray but I pray, pray that God will help you where you're struggling and be made strong where you are weak. Again, be honest, as I've, I said it a few minutes ago, but be honest in how you're struggling. Just literally be honest with God. God. Listen, God already knows your heart. God already knows that you're struggling with lust. God already knows that you're struggling with lying. God already knows that you're struggling with identity. Already knows all these things. God is not a man, He knows He's omnipotent. He knows all these things. Just say it out loud, just write it down, just be honest and say, God, I am struggling with XYZ. No matter how like scary, no matter how deep these sins may be, it could literally be like fornication, like all these things. God knows, God knows what you're going to do tomorrow, God knows what you're going to do next year. God literally knows, like whenever he knows everything about you he knows these things and I know personally I know it's hard and it's like scary when you're literally having to admit like your sin to God and admit where you are struggling it's scary to admit to God that you're doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing because it's God you know you don't want to like you don't want to let God down but God is our father and he is also our friend He, as much as he is a judge, as much as he's a righteous judge, he's also our friend. He's our king. He's our God. He's our father. He knows these things. So, and he's also a very loving father. He's not just going to be like, oh, you've admitted it now, so that's the end of the line for you. Like, no, God doesn't want anyone to perish. So, be honest with him. Confess your. As it says in First John one nine, if we confess our sins. He, that's God, is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So just be honest with him. I know it can be really difficult, trust me, I know. But be honest with God about where you're struggling and invite him to be strong in those places where you are weak. weak. Also, be kind to yourself. I know, again, this is very cliche, but be kind to yourself in that remember that you are not, (laughs) you are only human. You are living on a sinful earth be kind to yourself in that don't beat yourself up when you like don't do the things that you feel like you're meant to do so sometimes like for me sometimes that could be like oh i didn't read my bible enough today or then no i didn't read my bible okay be kind to yourself rather than crying or i mean not crying but like rather than making rather than magnifying the situation think about how you can rectify the situation so okay Let's say, as I said, I'm studying Exodus right now, right? I'm studying Moses. So I didn't read, let's say, Exodus chapter one today. Okay, I have two options here. I'm about to go to bed. What should I do? Should I just read a verse? Should I, maybe, okay, I didn't read my Bible properly today. I'll just read Exodus one, one. That's literally one verse. That's the reading of the Bible. The Lord can still speak to you through a verse. Well, okay, I'm not going to read Exodus today. I'm going to take a little break from Exodus I'm not focusing on it enough. Okay, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to read a different chapter in the Bible. I'm going to read a different book in the Bible right now. Or, okay, I'm going to read a Psalm. I'm going to read something really calm. I'm going to read like Psalm 23. Just reflect on it. I take notes when I read my Bible. So sometimes it can be like if you're really struggling and you really don't want to read your Bible, maybe don't take notes that day. Maybe don't take notes that they Just read it, reflect, talk to God, say, okay, God, God, oh, that's a call for it, I Oh, make, that makes sense. So I understand this. So oh, I don't understand this. You know, just like little, be kind to yourself by taking those little steps. And that <laughs> directly links to the next point, which is take little steps. If a mustard seed faith can move mountains, as it says in Matthew 17 20, then little steps in the right direction can do a lot as well as it says in Zechariah 410 when I actually realized this was a real bible verse I thought it was so cool because I saw it on Pinterest and I was like no way the bible says that like does it really say that and then it actually does and I am just like just makes me love the bible even more because I love like cool quotes when I say cool kind of like I suppose some people might call them cringy but I think they're really cool I really love quotes like having quotes around your room and I really like doing that so Um, that's why I love this verse because I just think it's really cool but it says do not despise these small beginnings the Lord rejoices to see the work begin to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand the the seven loops represent the eyes of the Lord that search all around the world okay I'm not talking about the second bit that says to see the plumb line I'm talking about the first section do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin that that's Zechariah 4, 10. I think it's just amazing. Like, do not despise these small beginnings. So these little steps that you're taking in the right direction. So rather than reading a whole chapter in a day, you're only reading a verse. And then it grows to only reading five. So reading five verses. Then it grows to reading ten verses. Then it grows to reading a chapter. Then it grows to reading two chapters in a day. Whatever it may be for you. Those little steps. You know yourself much better than I know you. So those little steps in the right direction, or maybe only doing like one minute of prayer one day, then two minutes, then five minutes, then ten minutes, however long it may be. Those little steps in the right direction, don't despise them. Don't think that they're unimportant. Don't think that God doesn't see them. Don't think that, oh, I didn't pray for two hours today. God won't hear my prayers. No, God rejoices to see the work begin. So don't despise those little steps that you're taking. Um, believe that you'll get better when you're struggling in the faith, sometimes it can feel like, or oh, for me anyway, it can feel like, oh, it is, uh, what's happening to me? Like, oh, it is, am I not? what's going on. What did I do? Like, can, you can have all these questions in your mind, but you just have to have faith that you're, you'll be better. You know, you just have to have faith that all these steps that you're taking in the right directions, these small beginnings are helping and they're helping your faith. And that when you're praying and you're being kind to yourself and that you're not being too hard on yourself and when you're being honest with god about where you're struggling believe that all this is helping you to improve in your faith and remember as it says in james 1 verses 2 to 3 consider it pure joy my brothers when you encounter trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance so remember not only that you'll get better but you'll be stronger in your faith after these trials, after these temptations, after these struggles, after you've overcome all of them through God, in Jesus' name, you'll be better through it. Because the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And finally, trust God is working. As it, it says in 2nd, I keep referring to 2nd Corinthians 12 9 because I know that verse helped me so, so much. But trust God is working, trust that He is. his power is made perfect in our weakness. Trust that his power is resting on you to help you. Trust God is working. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for still being a follower, a person, a member, whatever you want to call yourself, of the Shining Light podcast. Um, as I, it's funny because I said I'm not going to have a lot of Bible verses in this episode. I think I ended up having more than I might normally have, but that's okay. Um, I really enjoyed recording this episode and... As i said it's a very significant episode to me because i know that i wish i had something like this when i wasn't feeling great but i had god and that's even greater and you have God to hopefully in jesus name if following this episode you feel like hey i want to know more about this god that everyone's talking about or hey i want to have someone that helps me with my baggage, then his name is jesus he loves you very very much he cares for you died for you to be set he died and rose again you'll be set free from the burden of sin from the struggles of this world he died and rose again showing that we have hope of an eternal life with god and he wants to know you he loves you so much and he wants to know you if you'd like to pray this prayer to accept god accept jesus into your life to have him come into your life feel free and that prayer is dear god i know i'm a sinner and i ask for your forgiveness I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life. I want to trust him as my saviour and follow him as Lord from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. Write my name in the book of life. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So thank you so much for that episode. I loved filming that. Filming? I loved recording that episode. Um, yeah, it's, it's very personal to me as pretty much all of these episodes are but this one particularly was very relevant to me um so i hope you enjoyed it please feel free to share it please feel free to follow our instagram if you've got instagram if you don't have instagram that is very much okay um but the instagram is at the shining light podcast and then our sister page is at jesus is love dot 316 jesus is love that's jesus is love dot 316 yeah, so thank you so much for listening. I pray that the Lord helps us and strengthens us and it comes into our life where we are weak in Jesus' name. In everywhere, every area of our life where we are struggling, may the Lord come into our lives and perfect his power in us in Jesus' name. May he be strong where we are weak. May he lift us up and may we continue to live our lives all to his glory in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic day wherever you are. And I pray that, and and remember to keep shining your light, it's been a while, but (laughs) remember to keep shining your light.